Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode four of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. I'm Naomi and we're here with Florence Adepoju, the boss woman behind hip-hop lipstick brand MDM Flow. Florence started her own brand straight out of London College of Fashion. Now, here's her big idea. So, Florence, um, thanks very much for coming into ASOS, um, world-famous canteen, to chat with us today. Um, You're here to talk about your own lipstick, hip-hop lipstick brand, which you started, MDM Flow. I was wondering if you could kind of kick off by sort of telling us a bit about your products and maybe describing what the lipsticks are like and who they're aimed at and things like that okay awesome so um yeah so i started off with lipsticks they're in golden bullets that i designed they're kind of a creamy texture trying to like describe it so people can kind of get a feel of it if they've not seen it before and yeah really highly pigmented and i've got some really like crazy colors i've got a black lipstick blue lipstick and then i've got your standard reds and nudes and i just kind of wanted to create a brand that women could just be really expressive with and like my blue lipstick for example a lot of women came into the store I was working at at the time and were like looking for blue lipsticks and we didn't and no one sold blue lipsticks so it was one of the first colors I created to kind of give girls what they wanted. So you're basically working for someone else's makeup counter and that's how you spotted the gap in the market yeah definitely like I've had a really long um, kind of experience in the beauty industry I've worked in the beauty industry before MDM Flow for about six or seven years working for loads of different brands so I did kind of see the gap and as well as what was out there there were just things that really that were really personal to me like the hip hop element of it that you just would never find yeah so you're only what 24 now is that Right, so if you've been working in the industry for six years, so that's kind of started off as your Saturday job or first ever job, and then you've, I take you've just become more passionate and trained up yeah well I started um, working on a counter for Benefit Cosmetics when I was 17 I was in college I was literally walking past the counter and the manager like sat me down to like try out some products and I said to her I can't afford anything here and she offered me a job on the spot so I kind (laughs) of yeah literally just started by walking past the counter and at the time I was like heavily into like my chemistry and I was gonna like study um, pharmacy I think at university and yeah just beauty just took over my life and I went I changed I dropped out um, and went into clearing and just changed to kind of go deeper into the beauty industry and um, you actually studied a really specific course at university yeah is there what was the name of your course and are there many 
of that kind around? Um, no, there isn't. I believe that the London College of Fashion is the only institute um, in the UK that have cosmetic science. So I did a BSc in cosmetic science, um, which is a four-year degree. It's a sandwich they do a year in industry. But I also, I believe now that there are, it's an MSc, so you get a master's on top if you do an extra year. But yeah, it was super, super specific. So you basically studied makeup yeah. for four years. Yeah. And all the molecular compounds and yeah, things like it's that. It's a lot of chemistry. Like so many people dropped out in the first year because you kind of have like a biology um, section, a lot of heavy chemistry, just a little bit of like formulation and making products. And a lot of people are like, yeah, I thought this was a beauty degree. I'm off kind of thing. But yeah, oh, really, it's really those technical. people who wanted to be like makeup artists and stuff yeah. who were like, oh, atoms, I can't care. Yeah, I think like a lot of people come onto the degree because they want to start their own brand I definitely think you do something as specific as cosmetic science because you want to start your own brand and then you go through it and then you're totally put off and even midway there were points where I was put off and I was like yeah I'm not I don't want a scientific um, career I'm going to go into marketing so it's been a bit of an up and down journey with it but um, now that you're head honcho of your own business are you pleased that you you did the the science and not just oh yeah no I'm I'm definitely definitely glad that I stuck it out and I like follow a lot of entrepreneurs and very few get to start businesses in like the field that they studied or the career that they kind of went into so I'm really glad that I had something that gave me a lot of like practical knowledge when it came to starting my product because like a big thing right now with my lipsticks is the fact that they're handmade and if I didn't have my degree maybe I wouldn't have the skills to be able to make my own product right you'd have to go to some kind of yeah I'd have to go to like a manufacturer and it would just cost a lot of money and I definitely think I would have had a business but it might have just been a little bit different to what MDM flow is now and what about the other girls that you studied with that finished the course have a lot of them started their own business or have they all gone to work for L'Oreal and things like that well the thing about cosmetic science is that it's an industry where it's kind of very job rich you can go in to an entry-level grad position and get a relatively decent job with a relatively decent salary. So a lot of people aren't inspired to start their own businesses. So most did kind of go and work off for like labs or for your Estee Lauders and your L'Oreal's and your P&G's. And I think a few people now, I definitely think by me starting my own business, a few people who are studying it now like are more kind of focused on starting businesses, which I think is really cool. I definitely think there needs to be an ecosystem of new business in the beauty industry but yeah most just kind of went on and got a job and um what are your sort of customer base now what sort of girls are buying into mdm flow um it's really varied to begin with i thought that my customers were exactly like me so they were kind of like in their early 20s um maybe really cash rich because like they had their student loans or whatever <laughs> but um now i kind of Target i did it the students <laughs> literally I, literally i thought that that's who my market is but then now i went on a um, marketing course with London South Bank University they're really cool and it was like a free digital marketing thing and they really got me to like use um, Google Analytics to kind of look at my website and look at my social media and my social media actually says that my um, consumers start from the age of 13 and like my website it starts at 13 and it kind of goes up until like mid 40s 
and oh, I get right, a lot so you've got loads of different yeah, people. it's very varied and I get a lot of like older women as, as well I guess some like buying for their daughters or whatever but some also are like yeah this is really cool and I, even though I may not necessarily be into hip hop I just like the fact that it's really different and individual and I think a lot of older women appreciate their individuality even maybe more so than my younger customers do and what and what was the kind of intention when you set it up because it with the hip-hop theme oh yeah so basically where that came from is the whole time I was studying and working for different counters I really really wanted to work for Chanel that was like oh my goodness the dream job that's the pinnacle yeah and then I um got um some work with Chanel for an agency for their counter and it was very much you've got to look this way and our inf- these are our specific influences and a lot of the um, luxury brands have like your Marilyn Monroe and your Grace Garbo and your Audrey Hepburn as their influences and I just kind of felt a little bit stuck because my hair was bright red at one point and I had braids in and I was just like this is not me you I'm didn't not, identify yeah. with the Marilyn Monroe yeah I'm not I love classic glamour and I think it's brilliant but it's just really not me and I used to also feel that on the counter as well like some of the younger girls like I said the students that had a lot of money wanted to get some really good quality makeup and they'd come to the counter and they'd feel like you could just kind of see the awkwardness they felt like they couldn't touch products and I was like this is crazy because they they have money to spend and they're just not they're being excluded yes so I was just like I'm gonna make a brand that's just super personal and like growing up my influences were hip-hop I was obsessed with um, music videos Lil Kim obsessed with Jennifer Lopez Alicia Keys and I was like I want my brand to just be like all the women I wanted to be when I was young amazing and um do you kind of get feedback that that's the kind of thing or oh yeah definitely I think some people I think people either really get it or they just don't really get it at all and so it's been a bit like funny speaking to like beauty journalists and stuff because I've had meetings with um beauty editors who are just kind of like yeah I totally don't get this hip-hop thing but I love your <laughs> lipsticks and that's nice to hear as well it's nice that people can still enjoy the products even if they're not stuck on what my influences are yeah and it's helped you to create the whole kind of visual identity maybe like your website's super slick you're, yeah, bi- you're big on you. Instagram and the the even the little bullet casings so that's has that all come from you or did you get a design agency to make it look like that oh no I wish I could afford a design agency but yeah no everything's been like super personal like um, my best friend is really cool Um, she's a photographer she's a creative director she designed my logo so at the beginning it was just us two and we were just kind of like okay we want to have a bullet design so we literally sat in Starbucks on Oxford Street and went through like hundreds of packaging suppliers until we found the one that could get the bullet design and she had a business um, a clothing line that she was kind of dissolving and we kind of stole her logo and used that as my logo and like switched it up a bit and it was she had the name or oh no so MDM flow basically stands for Madam flow and like that's what my mom and some of my friends call me and it used to be my Twitter handle yeah and then I, I came off Twitter and by the time I went to go back on I couldn't use Madam flow anymore it was taken or they wouldn't let me so I just took the vowels out of the Madam and that's <laughs> literally MDM flow oh okay um, and then what about the kind of, not the boring bit of setting up the business, but the practical side of it? I heard that you got some 
you won a prize to get some investment or some funding. How did you get the capital together to start the whole thing? Okay, so well, it started off as a university project. So I was making my lipsticks for my dissertation. And then I heard that um, the government had a scheme, startup loans, and my university was one of the providers. And a few people had interest in these lipsticks I was making for my dissertation. And I was like, okay, this is, this is, people like this. I can make this a business. So I kind of applied for the startup loan and I was like, if my application is successful, I'll go ahead and make this business happen. And I applied and I had a lot of support from um, LCF. They were really cool. And yeah, I got um, awarded the money, I guess. It's not really an award because it's a loan and I'm paying it back. <laughs> but yeah, so I got the money and I just went full guns blazing. Amazing. Did you get some publicity out of that as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, LCF are really well connected. So, like, just the fact that I can put them on my press release really helps. Because people are like, oh, London Closure Fashion, like, Jimmy Choo went there. We're going to write about you. So. Oh, I actually went there as well. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, I did the journalism course there. Oh, nice. I didn't, well, I didn't work that hard. Um, well, I don't think I worked that hard either on my degree, <laughs> but hey. But, um... When you get one of these kind of um, young entrepreneur kind of investment prizes, I guess I've always wondered, um, is it just amazing, like free money or are there any downsides to it or does it put pressure on you or... Um, I think it's really once they tell when you, you get that phone spend call, it on? well, this is the thing because you do an application and you do like a cash flow and you kind of tell them in your head what you think you're going to spend it on and how much money you're going to get back from it. So I think doing the application is fun because it's kind of like being a business without really being a business it's like if I have this imaginary still money still like a school project yeah it's still a bit of a project and then when you I remember getting that call that my application was successful and I was like oh my goodness I've just won £10,000 kind of feeling <laughs> and then once rich. The, literally and once that money is deposited into your account it's kind of like oh crap I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do with this money I don't know how I'm going to make this money make money for me and then like I blew like two grand on a compressor that till this day I still can't get to work what's a compressor so a compressor is kind of oh, I, I don't really know what it is I know what it is <laughs> but I know I'm going to describe it really badly but it's just basically a device that I needed that would speed up my making process because it would make my molds make them at so it's a kind at of time. a piece of manufacturing yeah. equipment yeah right. so I don't really know the technicalities so really of it you needed. yeah I, I definitely thought I need because basically the company that sold me my molds and my molds are like super expensive like five grand I think I spent on them and he told me I needed a compressor so I bought a compressor and he was like it'll make your process a lot faster and a lot more efficient but even till this day I still kind of do them one by one and I have this compressor that I bought and I've put it on Gumtree and I put it on eBay and nobody will buy it from me oh. so yeah it's really See, hard it's when you actually get the money curve. yeah definitely I think you waste that's why I'm kind of glad that I started with 10 grand in investment as opposed to like half a million because I just feel like you waste so much money because you don't know what you really need at the beginning I yeah. think or that it's not it doesn't feel quite real because it's oh, not yeah. like money that you've saved or definitely money that you then can't eat maybe and um what's it like going into the cosmetics industry I as a kind of what how old would you have been like 22 um yeah so when I graduated I was 22 so I imagine it's kind of a it's dominated by massive global corporations isn't it the, oh yeah the beauty definitely industry. so what 
how did you find your way? Did you have many like role models that had set up their own little mini beauty business? Well, when I um, first started, I didn't know anyone else in the beauty industry doing what I was doing. But um, as part of my degree, I did a placement year in um, Antwerp in Belgium, and I made friends with loads of like really cool um, designers and stores. Like one of my friends owns a store, The Public Image, and she did it all on her own. I know, like, I made friends with um, the guys who started a clothing line, A Cut Above, and they were all. I just know I knew so many kind of independent business owners and seeing their kind of hustle made me think yeah I can be poor for a little while and do my own thing and create something really cool and I definitely think that was a trigger and I think upon graduation like doing my market research I found like loads of really cool brands mostly from America like OCC, Tate, um, Glossier that came out last year and these kind of young American entrepreneurs that have kind of gone into the beauty world and that definitely like makes me feel like I can do this. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing. And um, what have you learned along the way? Like, it must be quite hard, like, having to be so self-reliant. Oh, I've learned so much. (laughs) Like, I learned... I've learned that, that the biggest thing is to kind of keep going, like every other week I'm like I can't do this anymore this is so hard and I just kind of keep going and I deal with it and I deal with things kind of like one go at a time I definitely think that um, I definitely believe now that being an entrepreneur is kind of an an I can't say the word inevitable yeah, inevitability that's it. yeah that's it I definitely think it's you something need... deep inside of you oh yeah definitely you're never going to go and work for a, a boss I don't even think it's never going to go and work I just think because I do think you can work for someone and kind of have an entrepreneurial like spirit right. but I definitely think you need to have a certain drive of making something that seems impossible like happen and make it thrive and make it a successful thing yeah and reaching out to other people who are doing the, the same thing that's yeah definitely like networking really helps having really good mentors really helps like I'm really um, close with Millie Kendall who was behind the brand Ruby and Millie oh yeah she is like so awesome and I am so lucky that I got to like meet her and her business partner um, Anna who used to be the beauty editor of British Vogue oh yeah then she went over to the yeah so now they've got a business yeah yeah. now they've got a business um, Beauty Mart and they've I've met with them like um, two years ago and now I've started working with their business Beauty Mart and they're just really helpful having people who have been in the industry for a long time really understand it and can tell you this is a really great idea this is really going to work or actually no I think you should like cool down on this thing and maybe wait until a bit bigger they're just really good at helping me scale I think and have there been any like real disasters that have stuck in your memory that you've had to overcome um I think something I did last year that I shouldn't have done is I went and got a graduate job because I felt that everyone had a graduate job and I felt like my business wasn't really doing well and it wasn't really growing and I just felt like it was something I needed whereas now in hindsight I know that I didn't and that was a bit um during the the process it was kind of I had like an Indiegogo campaign at the time at the same time and I had a pop-up at Box Park and I was just doing so much at the same time and it was really difficult whereas I wished I had and just you got focused a, on my business a full-time job on top of that yeah so I got a full-time job as well as practically doing MDM flow full-time right and that was really like I definitely it wasn't impossible but I definitely think um it would have things would have worked a lot faster if I had just focused on my business as opposed to like getting, getting a job because that's the thing to do yeah and then how long did you last in the job in the end less than six months <laughs> like on the fifth month I was just kind of like just, yeah I just want to work for myself you had again massive bags under your eyes yeah 
literally, you Literally, I think, like, during that time, I had maybe, like, two to three hours sleep every night. Like, it was so crazy. Right, so you couldn't really sustain that. And then what's been, like, your biggest kind of magic moments when things that have happened that you um, didn't dare to dream could happen? What has been my magic moment? I think my magic moment's happening right now. But it's just... Being um, in ASOS, being interviewed. Yeah, I know, right? But there's just like <laughs> loads of... Like, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, this is really cool. I love ASOS. I've been buying for them for like since I could afford to buy anything, which is really cool. <laughs> but then like I've had loads of really cool retailers, some which I can't really talk about right now. But like I'm going into Colette in Paris. I'm really excited about Amazing. that. Um, I'm going into a massive retailer in LA that everybody knows, but I can't say who they are because I signed a non-disclaimer agreement with so I'm really excited about that so yeah loads of really cool things are happening right now so it's all it's all coming together yeah amazing thanks so much for chatting to us thank Florence. you for having me it's been me. a pleasure no it's been awesome being here that was Florence's big idea tune in next week to hear episode 5 of my big idea with superstar plus size blogger Gabby Fresh don't forget to subscribe on Acast iTunes or your favourite podcast app Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.